Hello, and welcome to The Cash Flush, a programmer's audio scrapbook. I am your host, Avdi Grimm, and here's what's in the cash this week. Hey, Jess. Hey, Avdi. So, most people think that the biggest barrier to change in software comes from inside. It comes from, like, technical debt. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's all about your system, right? People yeah. get focused on, well, we get focused on what we have control over or what we feel we have control over, which is our code quality and our internal system design. But you were saying something else to me yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So when you want to change your software, and that's, I mean, that's all we do. That is our job, to mm-hmm. change software. Uh, and that software is in production, And that software is used by people. I think there's three sources of barriers to change. There's that internal stuff. You know, I mean, when you you want to change what the software does, you have to change the code and often the database and blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then that's what we like to focus on. But I think that's the least of it. Um, Outside of that is the API, the, the external interface. And hopefully, if we want to make internal changes safely, like to improve scale or to decrease our technical debt, then we can do that safely if we have really good barriers to change at the API level in the form of tests, usually. So if you have great tests at the API level so you can be quite certain that you haven't changed user-facing behavior, then you're free to make internal changes and refactor and make your code beautiful and change out your database and add caching and blah, 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 blah. And that's wonderful until you want to change the API. Okay, like actually add something user-facing, some new piece of functionality or a different piece of functionality, remove something nasty. Um, and so at that point, all of those barriers to uh, accidental change are also barriers to deliberate change. Mm. But that's okay. We can change our tests. Hopefully we have well-factored tests and stuff like that. Um, well, that's even harder because then you have to test your tests. Anyway. <laughs> so those APIs become a barrier to change, but for good reason. And that's because anytime we change the API, uh, we're affecting everyone who uses us. Mm. All right. So then there's the third barrier to change, which is the entire rest of the world that is not your system. All right. Well, specifically, it's everyone who has expectations of your system. And these are often more important people than you. Mm. Uh, specifically, systems that are bigger and more important than yours. So this might be the, 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 the UI, um, the, the, U, the directly customer-facing systems are dependent on what you build, for instance. And when they go down, that's really bad. So, or, or maybe you're building a product and... and it's all your customers who are going to be affected when you change something. Mm-hmm. These are the, the obligations that we have, that we've built up over time. Yeah, and it's everything that makes our system useful. Right. So the, more, the more useful your system is, the more external barriers to change you have. Because if you, I mean, even if you want to add a feature, well, first of all, you're only going to add optional fields. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not going to remove any fields and you're not going to add any required fields because that will definitely break people Mm -hmm. uh, outside of you. 
Um, and that mean, you know, that means you're supporting backwards compatibility, and that's going to make your internal code ugly. Suck it up and have some ugly internal code. It's worth it to be that much more useful in the world. Yeah. On the other hand, what good are those features if no one's using them? So that means you have to change the world around you. Mm. If you are the UI, you need to train your users to use the new features. Mm-hmm. Hopefully make them discoverable and stuff like that, which is a ton of effort. Um, or you need to communicate to your customers or your internal customers about the new feature and how to use them. You also need to roll it out without breaking anything. And and I could talk all day about deployment and how important that is. The point is, your job is your job is nominally to change software, but your mission is to change your chunk of the world, mm-hmm. the chunk of the world that you impact. Um, and I don't mean the chunk of the world under your control. I mean the chunk of the world that you're useful to. Um, and that means changing them. It means changing your users. And mm-hmm. that's really hard. Yeah, and, and, and you know, the thing that really, well, there were, I think, maybe two things that struck me when we were talking about this yesterday, which the first being that these obligations, these external obligations, that is actually, that that's a bigger barrier to change than any of this internal stuff, any of your technical debt, any of your, your, um, um, yeah, internal inertia. Yeah. Um, that's really the small part. The big part, the stuff that you're really nervous about or should be. Yeah. Is all those expectations. Is the obligations, is the, the commitments that you have to the world. And the other thing that, that's... Which is to keep working. Everything right. that currently works needs to keep working. If you didn't have that obligation, change is so easy. Yeah, because we can always th- just throw it away. I mean, you know, if, if it's too, if the technical debt is too bad, we could just throw it away if we didn't if Well, we, well, didn't we could need... do a rewrite. Yeah. And this is it. where you get into people thinking that rewrites are easy. Rewrites are a giant change that affects the outside world. Because when you recognize that the hard part of change, that the barriers to change are external, the biggest yeah. ones. Um, the, the they're not side, under your control. Oh. The flip side of this that we talked about is that that um, a lot of times that we get hung up on um, making change transparent. What do you mean transparent? Like to so we 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 aren't even thinking. We we think about our our role in changing our our own system, but we don't really think about our, our role as developers in changing our users. And as a result, we think, well, we don't we don't get to change them. So. Um, so we're trying to just make all of our changes as transparent to them as possible. You know, instantaneous upgrades, no downtime, no surprises. So we get hung up on, on making these changes transparent um, to, to the users. Um, instantaneous, um, you know, no downtime, no, no breakage. Um, and a lot of, like, we pour a lot of development effort into that. Right, um, right. You know, so... And like, if you're a product, if you're Stripe or something, and your customers are thousands and millions of companies, yes, you need to do that. Yeah. But if you're internal, and your customers are down the hall, like a lot of the a lot of the effort we put in, you know, in design is, you know, how are we going to make this easy to change? And and I think part of what we mean by that is, you know, how can we make how can we make these inter- incremental changes that aren't going to be visible um, to the world, but. There's another, there's another approach here, isn't there? That there's like make, making that world concrete. Mm-hmm. 
of actually caring about who your users are and maybe who's using this maybe this is insurance software and you know what if you go down on the weekend nobody's going to give a hoot right and this so what does this mean what what do we need to do to to find to to manage how can we manage the outside world better well um when we recognize that our job is changing the world by changing our software then when we think about design, we can think about not just the design of our internal system and what we, what we want that to look like, we can design the change itself. So every rollout, um, every, every delta is something we can design. And that might mean we need blue-green deployments and we need full backwards compatibility and uh, we need discoverability and optionality and a marketing campaign to get people to use this new feature. But it could just mean we find out who's currently using it. Yeah, if we have and visibility. That means, that means visibility. And that's, that's, that, that was the other thing that, really, that, that was really interesting, I thought, when we were talking about this yesterday. Oh, is, yeah. is, that I, you know, we, is the idea of investing more of that time instead of investing it in, in, into trying to make our changes as, as easy and transparent as possible. Spending yeah, more time on yeah. visibility of who is using what. Yes. Yeah, and then you get the benefit of, I don't care how ugly the code is, if I can follow the data flow in production. Yeah, because, I mean, if you can, if you can email the people that are using it yeah. and say, hey, there's a change coming up. Can you let us know if this is, you know, how this is going to affect you? Um, or is it going to affect you? We're thinking you know? about an outage at this time. If that's a problem, please let us know because right now we can change it. Right. And then when it does screw up some people, like you pointed out. And it also means, to my mind, right, you can apologize. And that's, I think, the thing that we don't, we don't, like, we think about as a complete failure mode. Like, when we're apologizing, oh. that's, oh, yeah. a, you know, that's, we have failed utterly if, if we're in the state of apologizing. But, you know, if... But if you're apologizing to two customers... Yeah. And particularly if we can plan for changes by saying, you know, by actually thinking about support as part of our system, mm. then we can, part of designing the change can be, can be re-talking to support and saying, okay, this is oh, the thing yeah. that's going to be changing yeah. um, this weekend. Yeah. Um, we've tried to reach out, you know, first off, can you help us? Can you help us reach out to the people that might be affected by this? Um, and that's something I think we don't take into account often enough is how much the, our support team understands about our customers. But secondly... Yes. yes, there's this huge resource, this whole part of our our system, our company's system, that we don't count because it's people. I mean, that's and part not, of the UX. It's not software. It's so part of the UX. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and, we, and we can also say, you know, this is the thing that's going to be changing. Um, so you can be proactive about... about when people do freak out, because right. a few of the people, we're not going to be able to reach everyone. A few people are going to miss the email. Um, you know, we can be on our toes about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that we talk about uh, failure handling in terms of, like, rollbacks and, and detection and stuff like that. Failure handling includes people. Yeah, and, like, it uh, is often... I think a lot cheaper to, say I'm, to sorry. say I'm sorry and maybe give somebody a prorated refund or something 
you know, like yeah. two people or something, yeah. than to spend a week trying to make a change completely transparent and, and painless. Right, right. Making, making software perfect, perfect, as if that's a thing. Um, we can spend so much money on stuff that we could solve with a little bit of work in the social side of the system. Yeah. And that is the cash flush for this week. If you like the show, please subscribe. Just look up the cash flush in your podcast app of choice. If you love the show, please leave a review. And if you'd like to support the production of the cash flush, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash avdigrim. That's A-V-D-I-G-R-I-M-M. If you'd like to leave me a message that I can respond to in a future episode, you can also do that. Just install the Anchor app. You can find that at anchor.fm. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to flush. <laughs>